Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. It was a Neil of a deal. <laughs> yeah, you heard me right. It was a Neil of a deal. When did you face a situation that seemed impossible? Maybe you were in over your head. You got car payments that are killing you. You owe thousands more than the car is worth. What in the world were you going to do? Well, you need a Neil of a deal. <laughs> Maybe you had that situation. God came through for you. We would love to hear your testimony this morning. You call us. We got lines open. We got lots of lines open. 866-348-7884 is a number to call us and tell us what happened. Or maybe you flat couldn't afford a car or you need one, but through prayer somehow you ended up with it. Or maybe you're in that situation now. Maybe you're in the situation where you need out. You call us. 866-348-7884. A Neil of a deal. I'll never forget a few years ago, I had a customer who came in and said, Robbie, God told me you were going to buy a van for me. (laughs) You know, at that time, I I was just kind of shocked. And I was like, well, did God tell you how I was going to pay for it? And and he said, no. But I, I looked in the man's eyes and his family was there with him. And he seemed very sincere, and so I, I asked him to come back in my office and tell me what was going on. And he shared that, you know, he and his wife had both been out of work, and they'd been hurt physically. I think he had cancer, and his wife had another disability, and neither one of them could work, but they needed transportation to get back and forth to the doctor for the children and all that stuff. And so I really didn't have an answer. I was overwhelmed. But we prayed. We sat in the office and we prayed. And all of a sudden, I remembered that there were certain charities and there were some grants that came out of some companies. And I mentioned to them that they might go try some of those companies. And one of those companies was Duke Power. Well, of course, they left and and I was concerned, but I I really did not know how to get them a van. It was just something I didn't know, but we'd prayed. and, And I'm telling you, it was like six hours later. <laughs> it was like six hours later. I get this phone call from Duke Power, and they are authorizing me to give these people a van, and Duke Power is going to pay for it. Now, it was a used van, and they gave me a budget they needed to be under $10,000 or whatever the situation was. But the point is that it was a kneel of a deal, I'm just saying. <laughs> they, God came through for them in such an amazing way, and he has come through for you. I know it. Now, and it may not be on a car deal. Maybe it was a house deal. Maybe you've got this situation. You need us to pray for you. We want to hear from you this morning. 866-348. That's toll free. 866-348-7884. If you're uncomfortable going on the air, you can go on Facebook and share it there at Christian Car Guy, or you can go to the website, christiancarguy.com, and share it there. We've got we've got it all posted up everywhere. And I, I even had a listener this week that had this very situation. He had bought a car. He was in college. He was having trouble making the payments. He's struggling trying to figure out how to do it. How do I sell this car? Well, we're hoping to give you a few tips along those lines this morning, but we would love to hear your Neil of a Deal story, 
7884 here to help us out this morning. We have author Bruce Vanetta. You may remember back a year or so ago, we had him on talking about his book, Saved by Angels, where he was crushed underneath a Peterbilt logging truck, and then he founded Sweetbed, Sweetbread Ministries. Well, he's just released his second book. It's called A Miraculous Life, and that's what a Neil of a Deal is all about. Welcome, Bruce. Well, good morning, Robbie. Thanks for having me on. You have a miraculous, if there's anybody I know, Bruce, that has a miraculous life, <laughs> you have got that going on. And, and I'm, I'm curious, you know, you, li- you listened to the setup a little bit about a kneel of a deal. Have you ever run across or seen a situation like that where you saw somebody get a kneel of a deal? Oh, absolutely, especially because our backgrounds are so similar. And I worked in a dealership for several years and ran my own business as a mechanic. So I've seen in the realm of mechanics and, and vehicular things, God step in and do lots of cool things. Uh, there's a few that come to my mind immediately. Uh, there was, after going into ministry, there was a family that uh, we were having some discussion with and so forth, and they were going through some real tough financial times, kind of like the family you were talking about. And and up here in the north, where I'm from, Wisconsin, when we have winters, it can be very, very cold, like far below zero. And it was in the middle of the winter, and I spoke with these, this family, and kind of basically the message that's in this new book, A Miraculous Life, talking about how God wants to step into our lives, and He wants us to, to live in victory, and He wants to bless us. And you know, more than anything, He wants to bless us with His re- a relationship and with you know the friendship and that's exactly that whole, yeah that's yeah, exactly that whole right intimate relationship yeah and so so these people had come and heard me speak or whatever and I had contact with them you know a few months later and what had happened in the meantime was they had come and heard me and said that you know talk to this ch- church and say you know God wants to answer your prayers and He does hear your prayers and so they left and while well, their heater motor had conked out in the car and so they've got two little kids you know like a four or five year old a boy and a girl. And the heater motor's not working, and it's cold. And so the mom puts two and two together in mind. He thinks, she says, well, if, you know, this guy says, God will hear prayers and answer prayers, let's pray for the heater motor in his car, the blower motor. And so they, she prays over the blower motor in front of the kids, and it immediately, like she said, at the second she finished praying, it immediately starts working. Well, it happened three, four, five times, how many times, and the last couple times, when it would quit working, the kids would pray. These young, this little boy and little girl would pray. And the heater motor and blower motor started working again. Well, they got to a point in time where they got ended up getting some money. And the woman called me because she was a little confused. And she said, you know, we've been praying for it. And it quit It quit working. And we prayed. And it didn't It didn't start up again. Why do you think that is? And she had just told me how they had, her husband had gotten a new job. And I said, well, now that, you know, God was showing you he was real. And now that you've got the resources that you can get it fixed. You know, you can go in and get it fixed, which is what they had done. But, you know, the point is God does hear prayer, and he does love us. Yeah, he does want to It's kind of like the, uh, the shoes of the Israelites in the desert, you know. They didn't wear out as long as they were in the desert, but when they came into the promised land, hey, exactly. their shoes started wearing out again. So Exactly. That's yeah. what we're talking today. We would love to hear your kneel of a deal story, or maybe you need a kneel of a deal right now. You call us 866 348 Seven eight eight four, and then coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. I normally share something in that segment in keeping with the topic of the day, but quite honestly, in this show, it just isn't what God had planned. 
God showed me something about suffering this week. I know he wants me to share. It, it truly blessed me right out of my socks Thursday morning. And guess what? I'm going to wait until the end of the show to share what that is on suffering. But we want you to stay tuned for that, as well as some tips on how to get out from underneath a bad situation. Or certainly we're going to we have some tips along prayers. And again, you're going to love hearing more about Bruce's book. Five Miracles That Shaped His Life, Five Weapons for Supernatural Victory, and Five Giants That We All Face. And if you're wondering if this is your first time, what am I listening to? Well, you're listening to The Christian Car Guy Show. I'm Robbie Dillmore. 35 years, I was in the retail automobile business. But more importantly, I'm your brother in Christ. And The Christian Car Guy Show is all about how does God interact with us. Just exactly what Bruce said. He wants a relationship with us most of all. But guess what? He wants it even in your car, buying, driving, and all that stuff. And so I always talk to people about how can God work through your relationship with your car. Well, we know he doesn't want you to be in debt. And so we always talk about not going to the slavery of debt when it comes to cars and how do you avoid that. And then one of the ways you do it is by taking good care of your car, which is what Bruce did for a number of years in working with mechanics. And how do you give them tender, loving care and it even helps, like I always say, to name your car, like I've named my truck Old Red. See, you see there are tractors out there running the elements since the 40s. They're still running. Why do you think? Well, truth is, if you maintain a car, it lasts as long as you do. And cars need to be safe and driven in safe, safely. I always talk about wear your seatbelt and don't speed. If you're truly following Jesus, guess what? You don't need to be blown right. He would be going the speed limit. It's estimated that Americans waste, and get this number, it's hard for me to get this number wrapped around your mind, but it's true. Americans waste 200 million gallons of gasoline on one a gasoline a week on one simple thing, on speeding. So, you know, if we would simply be obedient to the speed limit laws, we wouldn't have those $3.45 gas prices you're looking at right this minute because they would be choking on all the oil in about two weeks if everybody would just drive the speed limit. So we can do our part one at a time and drive the speed limit. Again, this is a live show, so we would love to hear you today. Today we're talking about a kneel of a deal. When did you face a sales situation that seemed impossible? Or maybe you're in that situation right now. You call us during a break. 866 348 Seven eight eight four. We got so much coming at you. Go to the website ChristianCarGuy.com. Jesus, labor, love, free car repair for single moms and widows across the country. Find out about that. Stay tuned. A lot more Christian Car Guy show coming at you. The Voice of Truth coming to you on the Truth Radio Network, actually, interestingly, this morning. But the Voice of Truth, you know, when did you need, or maybe you need one now, a kneel of a deal? You got, you got God to 
to turn to when you're facing these giants in life. When did he come through for you? This is your chance today to testify, to share and encourage. There's somebody out there right now. They got the same struggle that you once had, and they would be so encouraged to hear your story. So call us 866-348-7884. It doesn't have to be about a car. Maybe it was a house dealer or some other situation. It just seemed impossible. We'd love to hear those stories. You bless us. So don't worry about it. You just call us 866-34-TRUTH if you want to, if you're good with an iPhone and you can do that dialing by number stuff. I can't do it. But meanwhile, it's all at ChristianCarGuy.com. And I want to mention one more time the Jesus Labor Love. We have that the first Saturday of every month where we have our guys that take part in that. But it goes on throughout the month. It's free car repair for families in crisis, just like the one Bruce was talking about. If you know of a family like that, They've got a crisis going on. If you can send them to either ChristianCarGuy.com or JesusIsLaborLove.com, and we have repair centers around the country that offer free labor. Now, not free parts like in the case with the people with the blower motor, they would have had to pay for the part. But our guys are willing to donate the labor. Once we fill out a form and we clarify that there is an illegitimate need and all that, then we, um, through a, a, a host of volunteers through the Christian Car Guy radio uh, ministry, we are able to provide that, and it's it's one of the big blessings that, that I get to see God come through because we need a kneel of a deal almost every day with the Jesus Labor Love Program, Bruce, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's amazing to see some of the stuff that, that God has on our plate, but we do want to talk about this book. It's so cool, and, and no doubt God has given you a miraculous life, and of course I enjoyed playing the, the, the giant music because in one of your chapters— it's, or actually, one of the last section of the book is the giants that we face. Yeah. Yeah, what's interesting, what the Lord had shown me, just some insight into that story of David and Goliath. It's not just a simple child Sunday school story. It's really a prophetic uh, picture of the New Testament believer. And when we read those stories in 1 Samuel 17 of Goliath, and then later on in 2 Samuel, we find that David actually faced a total of five giants during his reign as king. And the first one was Goliath. The other four, it does mention, but it was a total of five. And the Lord began to show me that there's only five giants that you or I or anybody in this world can have, five areas of problems. And in fact, I'll stand in front of congregations and churches and stuff and, and will just ask somebody to even try and name a problem, a giant that they could face that doesn't fit into one of these five categories. And just as David faced that first giant, Goliath, and he had those five stones in his pouch, the Lord has given us five weapons that we find in the Bible that, you know, he gives us insight to, basically a whole arsenal of weapons so that we can face these giants, and we never know which one of the weapons he's going to tell us to pull out and use when we face these giants. But if we're listening and obedient, he's there for us, and, and again, he always wants the best for us. It is so cool, and and I love your faith, Bruce. I really do, and it just... I guess it's your walk with the Lord. In any, I've I've read your other book, and I've had a chance to start to read. I haven't completely read a miraculous life, but one thing that just comes out in in your writing is your wonderful walk with Jesus. And it, it all started out with a hug, and we're going to get to that Jesus hug in a minute. But first, we got Debbie, who's calling out of Salt Lake City, Utah, and she faced a giant. It looks like she is talking about a kneel of a deal here. Debbie, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. What have you got for us? Well, last year um, we were looking to sell our uh, 
2001 Ford Taurus. It's been a great car. And um, we were looking for something a little bigger, like an SUV, and only had a certain amount of money to spend. And um, just uh, uh, through coursework of miracles, um, we were able to find a car that we liked, and we had it checked out. And um, wanted to get rid of my car at the same time, not take it to a dealership. And um, so we advertised um, through a Internet um, program and um, found uh, someone who was willing to trade cars with us. Um, really? He had said, yeah, he said, well, you know, my car, I owe 10000 11000 and um, I was only selling mine for 3000 at the time. And um, he said, yeah, well, maybe we can trade cars and you can give me the difference. I thought, that's great because my car needs some work on it. And he knew of that. And he said, that'd be fine. I just want to be debt-free. And um, we were getting ready to finish the deal. And it just it sounded so wonderful because, well, just so many God things happened. Um, I, before the seller of his car, said, yes, let's go ahead and trade my husband was thinking about, oh, well, let's offer him to trade our car for his. And I was thinking the same thing. And then when we all finally started talking, we all came to the same conclusion, let's trade cars. So that was really neat how God worked that out. Um, Unfortunately, the day we needed to make our decision, um, I got diagnosed with cancer. So we said, okay, well, we're just going to put everything on hold because medically we don't know how much money we're going to need. So we kept my car, my Ford Taurus, and now we're back in the market for a trade, a needle of a deal. So we had one. Now we're praying for another needle of a deal to get a car that's a little newer um, so that we can, you know, get around without, um, you know, having any problems. Sure. Well, Debbie, I I know everybody listening is is concerned. How, How is it going with the cancer? Well, I'm um, I'm doing well. I feel great. I was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. Um, we have a precious three and a half year old, so you know I'm just praying that the Lord will give me at least twenty twenty five more years, <laughs> maybe more. <laughs> um, but I I feel good. We have wonderful support from uh, neighbors and friends and family and church, and uh, we're really really blessed. Well, Debbie, we're blessed that you would call in this morning, and I'm amazed by your courage, actually, in a lot of different ways, but your faith is wonderful, and I'm going to ask our listeners um, to certainly pray about both those issues, um, both the cancer, which I I was, uh, or I am a lymphoma survivor of, I guess it was 1996 since I was diagnosed, and... um, so I know the Lord certainly, is, you know, he is in charge of cancer so and, and yeah. miraculously saved my life, no doubt. And Bruce, I'm interested in your, in your take on this. Well, Jesus said a statement that comes up over and over in, in people's lives, and it comes back to these giants. And Debbie's facing one of those giants, a physical giant, our body. And Jesus said in this world we would have trouble, we'd have tribulation. And we know it's Bruce, back, we got to go to a break. I'm really curious. Debbie, can you stay on with us, too? Sure. I would love for you to, and we'd love to hear your story. 866-348-7884. 
How about facing that giant in your life? And like Bruce talked about, there are five different ones, one of those being physical and one of them being financial. And interestingly, we are checking today to see when did you need a kneel of a deal? And we're asking you to call in at 866-348-7884 when God came through with you for you or maybe you need him to come through. And so we've got Debbie with us. She had called in in the last segment, and Debbie um, is facing both those giants. Number one, stage four cancer. And I I wanted to talk about that a second, Debbie. A lot of folks don't know what stage four means. Mm -hmm. I know I didn't. I found out the hard way. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, But maybe you can explain for our listeners, that means that it's gone into other organs, and, and it's a serious situation. Correct. It has um, metastasized to other parts of the body. Um, For me, it started in the abdomen area, uh, ovarian, and then it's um, throughout my, it's in my lymph system. Um, But, you know, I, I have tremendous peace. I'm not sure, you know, what's going on. And I, I pray that through this trial that others will come to know the Lord we live in a neighborhood with some fantastic people who aren't believers. Um, and I really, really hope that uh, this house that we live in is a light that shines in the neighborhood. Me too, Debbie. And, and again, my cancer was lymphoma itself, so it started out in the lymph system mm-hmm. and, and yeah. ended up kind of in my skin. And then I ended up with a little situation oh. in my brain. And But oh, look, no. and years later, here I am on the radio. God is in a... I, you know, he's given me a lot of years, and I so I faced that physical giant, but then there's the financial one, and so we do ask our listeners for prayer, but Bruce, yeah. I, I hated to cut you off, but here's, you were talking about that she's facing that physical giant. Yeah, and even the financial giant with the vehicle, I mean, and that's true with so many people today. It's not just one giant that we face at a time. Usually there's multiple ones, just like right. what's going on with Debbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, Jesus said he came that we might have life and have it full, that abundant life. And as I get to go around in this ministry and literally pray for thousands of people around the world a year, uh, you know, we've seen God come through so many times, you know, and again, it's just, I always say this, everybody is in a state of dying. You know, everybody, that's, every baby, every newborn baby today, I mean, at some point, unless God comes back first, we are all going to die. And so we definitely need to have an eternal focus. And that accident that happened when the truck fell on me and I literally died, and I can say that because I didn't have a pulse and... And my spirit left my body. I had the out-of-body experience besides that and the, on the spiritual side of it. But, you know, it has really changed my focus to an eternal focus. And that's the whole reason why we've gone into this ministry is to help others have end up with that same eternal focus. I mean, Jesus raised a couple different people from the dead, but they're dead again. They died because that's just the cycle of life. And we've all got to know where we're going when when we pass from this life into the next. And but, I you know, when you, Yeah. I I was thinking, Bruce, as you were talking, that I never really had thought of this, but I love the way you brought David's story of Goliath into the New Testament, and he did pick up five 
stones, but Jesus was clear to David was his rock. And I never really thought that he was slinging that rock and, and against these giants. And he did face the five giants. That's a fascinating picture. And so he's our rock that we can sling against the giant of the physical situation as well as the financial. And Debbie, God bless you. I appreciate you calling in so much you know, again. And you talk people. Pray for her really quick, Robbie? I wish you would. Yeah. So, Lord God, I thank you that you said you know every hair on our head. We know that that's your way of telling us that there is not one little, even seemingly insignificant detail of life that you don't know. So we just intercede and lift up for Debbie right now. Lord, we ask that your hand of, of healing would just be upon her life. Pray for just that your power be released. You say in 1 Corinthians 4.20 that the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk but of power. So, Lord, we ask that your power be released in her life. You said that you've given us authority to trample on snake and scorpion to overcome all the power of the enemy. Lord God, you said that if we had the faith of mustard seed, we could speak the mountain and it would be thrown in the sea. So right now, as believers, we just take the, our little tiny seed of faith right now, and we speak this mountain of cancer, and we say, be thrown in the sea, be gone from this woman's body, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. We just speak and declare shalom over her, nothing missing. Nothing broken, perfect peace. And Lord God, we just ask that your perfect plan would be carried out in her life in every way, shape, or form, and that her family would be a light in the darkness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank That's... you so much. And I really appreciate your story, too, Bruce. Um, I saw it on YouTube a while ago. Someone sent it to me, and I just thought, man. Oh, great. That guy's great got God. a great story. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, we got much, a great guys. God. Yeah, he, yeah. He, we do, and he does. So That is so awesome. All right, well. The the book that we're talking about, and if you're wondering whose this voice is, it's it's Bruce Venata, and he wrote a new book called A Miraculous Life. It's available through Amazon, all sorts of different places, right, Bruce? Yeah. And one thing we didn't mention, but Debbie's already going to, if she calls back, because I just unfortunately lost her, but we wanted to give a book to anybody who called in with a story today. So we would love, Debbie, if you'll call back, we will get your information, and um, and we'll send you out a book. But also anybody else who calls in with their uh, Neil of a deal situation, we would love to send you a book. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in. And, and again, we'll send out this book, A Miraculous Life. Bruce, there are, I, I love the way you organize the book into five and five and five. Five miracles, five weapons, five giants. But the one miracle that I love, you started out your last book with it, and I see you started this book with it. That's the hug. Yeah. Can you share with our yeah, listeners a little of it's that? It's really, uh, it's, it's, I could say there's bookends on the end of my life. That would be the, the bookend the, at the beginning. Uh, came from a troubled home and was being molested by babysitters on and off for a year. And uh, in the midst of all that, we weren't a church family, but my grandpa and grandma babysat me on a weekend, took me to church. I heard the story about Jesus hugging the little children. The Sunday school teacher tells us this is proof that Jesus loves kids, loves people, and that he'll hear us when we pray. And fast forward five or six months, I'm on top of a bed. Um, it had been a very bad night, and, and I thought it was about to get a whole lot worse. And in the middle of the darkness, I just called out and said, Jesus, with a doubting Thomas-type heart, spirit, skeptic that I am, uh, I just <laughs> I called out and said, Jesus, if you're real, then I, I want you to hug me, because really all I wanted was comfort. I wanted to be held and comforted. And immediately, right instantly, Somebody, capital S, grabbed me, sat me up on that bed, pulled me into their chest, wrapped their arms around me. I mean, it, there was nothing I could see. Um, it wasn't like there was a physical body that I could see, but I could feel it completely. But it wasn't just a hug. 
It was emotional. It was spiritual. I felt dipped in liquid love from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet on the inside and the outside. And really, for what it, what it did for me was it cemented in my mind that there really is something to this Jesus thing. And it took me years and years to find out all what was involved in that. But he definitely, when I called out and said, Jesus, if you're real, then I want you to just, just a simple hug, just comfort. And he was there for me. And so really, it's it's been the, 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 the cement, the foundation that has, you know, impacted my life. And, and you know, it's, it blows me away, Bruce, it really does, that we have so much in common. That and I did a show once on when were you hugged by Jesus, and I had people call in throughout that show. We had several, and it's at the podcast at Christian Car Guy. If anybody ever wants to listen to that, but we're, but my hug came, and I had exactly well, not exactly the same experience, but I had gone to a Jeep Jamboree right as I finished my last chemotherapy treatment from my lymphoma, and I was cancer free at that point in time, and we went to celebrate by going on this Jeep Jamboree. And what happened was I got crushed between the two cars, which nearly severed my left leg. And we were way up in the mountains. And they were talking about it was going to be hours before an ambulance or anything could get to me. And I cried out to God because it hurt. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it hurt. Yeah. And, uh, and I had the same thing. Jesus, he came and he hugged me. And what you described is so, I mean, it's the only way you can say it. It's emotional, it's spiritual, it's physical. It's all those things all at the same time. You know it's happening. And even though I was in what should have been phenomenal pain, I felt more bliss than I can almost ever remember feeling in in the moment when, you know, I should have been hurting tremendously. It was the same type of thing. And little did I know that here we would be years later, (laughs) you and I both, talking about a hug from Jesus. But these things are real. Yeah. He said he came that we might have life and have full abundant life. He loves us and he wants to show it. And so then another cool thing, after the hug, you got that he called your name, which, by the way, yeah. we, we you and I share the same name. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. No. Well, my name is actually Robert Bruce Dillmore Jr. Ah. And for, <laughs> from the point I was born until I was about 11 years old, because people did not want to confuse me with my father, they called me Bruce. Oh, sure. And so my go. grandmother, to the day of her death, still referred to me as Bruce. I didn't like Bruce. I apologize. I went with Robbie. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I but can't it, see as I blame you. But anyway, it says God called your name. What what was that? Well, caught up with drugs and addiction, and uh, trying to, as so many people in the world today are doing, trying to fill up the void and and make the pain go away by using things to do it. And I mean, there's lots of things that this world tries to sell to us to make the pain go away from drugs, alcohol, sex, pornography. I mean, it could be gambling, it could be eating, it could be constant search for pleasure, whatever it is. But I was caught up heavily into drugs, alcohol, sex. And I ended up, it's, it's a long story that we don't have time to go into, but just the, long, the short version of it is, I ended up in a church because it was my end of a bargain with this with my girlfriend at the time. And uh, I was, oh, I had just graduated from high school, and I'm in this church, and while I was in the church, the Lord called out my name, and I, it was so loud that I thought the church was going to collapse, and it was just my name, but even though it was just my name, it spoke a million things, and only God could do that, but one of the things it was, was the main thing was that He wanted me to go into ministry, and at the time, not only was I doing drugs all day long, from the time I got up in the morning until the time I went to bed, I was selling drugs, 
I was involved with other illegal things, stolen car parts and all kinds of stuff. And I could believe that he loved me because he hugged me as a child, but I couldn't believe that he'd ever want to use someone as sinful and, and nasty as me and uh, to to tell anybody about him. And so I ran away. But, I mean, that call had always been on my life from that point. And I ran for several years. And, and then in my mid-30s when the truck fell on me, had a very successful business, and the truck fell on me and I got crushed. Finally, after that, I finally was obedient and went into ministry. And so that's... Here we are. And the name he called. Years later. Yeah. The name he called was Bruce Vanatta. It's V A N A T T A. And he wrote the book of Miraculous Life. That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. But we're also talking about a kneel of a deal. When did you need one? Maybe you have a story like Bruce's or like Debbie's that you want to share. What a way to encourage other people. I, I want to someday in heaven, I'll get to see all the people that Debbie encouraged by her calling in. And I want to hear your story. So you call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And I did promise to give a few tips. Now, if you're in this situation, and a lot of people find themselves in the situation that I talked about that the listener sent me the email, that they owe more on their car, way more than on their car than it's possibly worth, and their payments are burying them, and they and they can't make the payments, what do you do? Well, I... Here, I would actually agree with Dave Ramsey in that, again, number one, pray. And I'm going to agree with Bruce and everybody else that prayer is the answer because God's got a lot better advice than Robbie ever has, okay? I'm just telling you. If it comes from him, then it's good. But what Dave Ramsey would suggest, and I would suggest the same thing, is that you unload that car even if you have to go further into debt in order to do that. In other words, if you've got to take another loan to pay off the difference you're better off getting into a car that's affordable for you where you can make the payments and then making a separate payment along, again, assuming it's affordable, for the loan that you had to take to get out from underneath the big you know, mega SUV that you're paying $500 a month on. Well, sell that for whatever you can get out of it. Try to retail it. That's the best way to do it. If you can retail it, you'll get the most that way. Then start to pay off that debt as quickly as you can. Get in something you really can afford. If you can you know, get a three or $4,000 car and you got a $5,000, you know, that you had to pay off that other one. Now you got an $8,000 debt rather than a $20,000 debt. And as you pay that off, guess what? Your life's going to be a whole lot easier. And again, we'll give you all kinds of tips on how to sell your car yourself and all those kind of stuff is all at christiancarguy.com. But we also have to get into our appraisal by the Real Black Book, which is how does God, right? How does he work through our situation and that's at the end of the show where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, normally it'll be right along the lines of what we're talking about, but God gave me this to share. And so being obedient, I'm going to share it. And it has to do with suffering. And so as those of you who listen every week know, they're probably sick to death of Robbie talking about John Owen and communing with the holy spirit in this case in his book communing with the triune god we're into the holy spirit now what about this suffering which certainly there's been some suffering talked about on this show now how about the sufferings of christ how do we share in that we're going to find out if you stay tuned to the last segment of the christian car guy show still plenty of time for you to call in 866-348-7884 guys were praying with me it was actually feeling like God is here to help me through this kind of helps lifts everybody's spirits 
gets them, you know, wanting to live again. Please don't fight these hands that are holding you. What a line. <laughs> I mean, what a phenomenal concept, especially as you hear Bruce's story. Uh, you know, what God's doing, it just it continues to blow me away. Again, we are, you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show with your host, Robbie Dillmore. But today we've got Bruce Venata. He's talking about a miraculous life. And I was talking about appraisal by the Real Black Book, and I promised to talk about suffering. And John Owen is his book on communing with the triune God. He goes into a lot of how do you commune with the Father? How do you commune with Jesus? And now I'm into the part where how do you commune with the Holy Spirit? And he says the Holy Spirit is the comforter. A- and he gets to the Second Corinthians 1, 5, and 6. And this I just sat back and thought about this for a while because it says, for just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. And so as I was sitting there thinking about the sufferings of Christ, and Bruce, feel free to chime in here, that undoubtedly what Jesus faced on the cross was horrific from a physical standpoint, a giant that I've never come close to facing, but I have faced some, some physical pain. And as I was reflecting on the sufferings of Christ, I thought that perhaps and likely that the sufferings of Christ were a great deal more emotional than they were physical, because I could go through the painful things I've been through in my life. And again, Bruce, you've been through one, some that are more horrific than me, even though you know, we, we have similar stories. But I think what Jesus was suffering with is these people nailing me to this cross don't get it. My disciples have all run away from me. And so as a, where, I, where I participate in the sufferings of Christ is sometimes around people that I dearly love, but they don't get it. They don't understand. So I'm suffering and I'm sharing in those sufferings of Christ because the people around me that I love don't understand what Jesus did for them, and they don't understand the faith. And through that, as a Christian, I participate in those sufferings when I suffer for people that I love that don't know Christ. What do you think, Bruce? I think that is definitely one of the ways that it happens. I mean, there's, and that is a big way that it happens. You know, I think another way that that can be looked at it, and just as not to take anything away from what you just said, but I think just another layer of truth on that situation is that when we go through things, which God is not the author. He's not the author of the bad things that happen in life. He said that he came and have life and have it full. But he also said the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But we know he's in charge. You know, We know he's, in, he's a sovereign God in control. So the bad things that we go through, if we're going through it, it means he must have allowed it. And so when he allows these things, so that we can be a comfort to others. So let's say, let's use your lymphoma. You, you've made it through that. You beat that giant through the, with only with the help of God. And so now you can be a comfort to someone else that's at stage four cancer, or even specifically lymphoma, and say, you know what? Because God loves us, we can pray and expect that he hears our prayers and answers and that he's just real, you know? And so any bad thing that we go through, let's say someone goes through divorce and God has helped them through, you know, and the other side of that and where they're, you know, whatever, this, whatever the giant they might have faced, maybe a financial giant. And on the back side of that, they can tell somebody else, you know what, God helped me through. And you know what, lots of times people don't get 
what they're asking for. I mean, there's there's times where we don't get the answer to prayer, the exact answer, the way we want it or how we think it should be, but yet God is still there for us. I mean, He's still... I mean, the Jeep crushed you, and if you would have chose, you would have said you didn't want that, but God, Jesus showed me he still hugged you. I didn't want to get molested. I wouldn't have chosen that, but it happened. But Jesus was still there despite it and got me through it and helped me help me out. I mean, that's really the... Yeah, and awesome you, you, I couldn't agree with you more, Bruce. I really couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. And that also is in Corinthians where it says we've been comforted so we can comfort others. And that happens yeah. in so many different ways. Bruce's book, A Miraculous Life. Wow, you got to get this book. It's amazing. Bruce's whole ministry, Sweetbread Ministries, is amazing. I'm going to have all those links up at Christian Car Guy here later today so you can go there, listen to the podcast of this show. And don't forget that Jesus' labor love. You know, go to the website, find out about how we can help families in crisis. Now, remember what I always say, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, and he got it all done in 33 years. And how about you? How about thinking about, wow, the Holy Spirit can comfort us beyond what our sufferings are. Spend some time with Jesus this week. How about a hug? It'd be awesome. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. God bless. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.